Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast, also hosted on Literary Symmetry's IGTV channel live when recorded. On this show, we take a relational approach to turning readers into fans by using expensive words based on our emotions to write compelling stories. This way, instead of finding customers who read, we find friends and fans who will go on any storytelling path with us as we walk down the winding roads that make up our author journeys. Get ready to learn more about writing the story of your heart right now on Writing Expensive Words. On today's episode, we're going to talk about whether or not it's okay to mix things like poetry or prose into our novels and when it makes sense to avoid doing this. Today, I want to do a shout out to Rahman from Dharmshala, India, who wrote in uh, two weeks ago to ask about his protagonist, aka his main character, who is also a poet. So thanks, Rahman. I hope I'm saying your name close to being right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but I'm so glad you wrote in. I'm so glad to be doing this episode. And for everyone else who's wondering about this, we're going to answer this question by the end of the episode today. All right. So Rahman's question is, is it okay to have his main character, his protagonist, use their dialogue in a poetic way? Like, is it okay to use poetry inside of dialogue? And so first... We're going to answer Rahman's question, and then we're going to answer a broader question of, is it okay to mix different types of writing? All right, let's get started. So uh, to answer Rahman's question, or Rahman's question, I don't know, tell me, tell me what it is. Um, I want to say that I think it's interesting that your character is a poet. However, I would not... um, I know some poets, and they don't actually speak in poetry. They write poetry. So if you want to show your character as being a poet, I wouldn't necessarily incorporate it inside of his dialogue because I don't know anyone realistically who acts that way. And I would ask you the question, do you know any poets? If you know any poets, do they speak in poetry? And uh, listen, I'm not opposed to incorporating poetry. There's um, a book that I read, part, which is part of my meditation ritual every day, and it has um, verses and commentary, and it also has poetry almost every single day. So I enjoy reading poetry. I think that in general, a lot of people who are reading novels would be fine with poetry. But dialogue is one of the things that makes uh, readers, a.k.a. fans, connect with characters. So we don't want to take away that relatable aspect because remember, you need the reader to be rooting for the character. And if they're speaking in a way that no one can relate to, they're going to have a hard time rooting for that character, which is why I would advise against using dialogue to show how poetic your main character is. However, having said that, I do think it's really important if you have a character who is a poet to incorporate their poetry in the story. And the way that I would do that is I would have glimpses into their poetry notebook because for all of the poets that I know, they keep notebooks handy and they sit and they write poetry and they try to do it every day because if you're a writer, you have to practice your craft every day. And for poets, that means writing poetry. 
just like for comedy writers, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld or Chris Rock, they have to sit down and write jokes every day. So this is one of the things that you need to think about your character doing. And if you're not also a poet, that can be a bit challenging. So I would look into poetry to understand that process better so that you can get it right inside of your story. And if that sounds like too much work, then you don't need to have your main character be a poet. You can give them lots of relatable qualities that don't have to do with you going out and learning a whole nother medium if you're not comfortable already writing poetry. Uh, I've written poetry for a long time. It was one of the first things that I got interested in writing. So if I was writing a character who was a poet, I would start writing poetry every day again so that I could incorporate poetry into that character's life. And I would probably do an exercise where not only am I writing a little bit of poetry for myself every day, but I'm writing a little bit of poetry every day as that character until I figure out what their voice sounds like. Because that's the hard part about writing a writer. Because we spend a lot of time as writers figuring out what our voice sounds like, and then we jump into the head of another character, and we have to figure out what their voice sounds like, because it doesn't sound like our voice necessarily. And uh, that's something that I've (laughs) accidentally done a few times where I'm writing a character, and I realize this character is a writer, and they don't write anything like how I would write, so I need to fix that. I need to change that up. So, Ramon, I hope that answers your question. Uh, You can follow up with me. And let me know if you have any more specific things you need me to address. But so now that we talked about that, I want to go from micro to macro and talk about incorporating other types of writing inside of our novels, inside of our storytelling. I have my handy dandy notebook here. Uh, So I want to talk about mixing types of writing. So um, if you read any of my books, you'll probably notice that there there are journal entries. I mean... (laughs) I like to have diaries because I feel like it's an insight into the character that you don't normally get uh, when you're just kind of floating in their head. Because when you're writing something, you're particularly focused. You're organizing your thoughts. You're thinking about how you should say those words and which words you want to say. It's it's, It's more concentrated than just a thought, which we often see thoughts inside I don't understand. I hear I hear noises upstairs. I can't tell if it's the dogs or the kids. Honestly, like that's what kind of world I'm living in <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, if you're also living in that kind of world, I'd love to know. But so uh, I like to include those moments of writing into my books um, in the old school series, which I just finished the first draft of all those books. The kids or the kids, the junior hires, right? They have particular parts of the scholarship where they have to sit and write. And so I really enjoyed writing those parts of the book and including them so that we got to see a different side of the characters. And maybe even like one of the first things they have to do is write notes to each other. So the character will get a note from someone else. They're reading it. So not only are we learning more about the character whose note they're reading, we're learning about how that character feels about that other person. And so you have all these layers you can add when you mix types of writing. But it doesn't have to be just journaling or poetry. You can also include um, maybe they're a songwriter. Uh, maybe they have to write an essay for school. 
It could be that they're writing an opinion piece. Like, let's say you have a character who's just generally fed up with something, and they're going to write an opinion piece to the local newspaper where you can kind of expose their true concentrated thoughts, but also give them an opportunity to interact with the people in their community about that issue because now it's out for everyone to read, right? Um, You can also... Uh, yeah, so we have poems, journals, songwriting, essay writing, and opinion pieces. Uh, also, you can have letters, right, which we mentioned. Um, but I want to say that you can tell the reader specific things through mixing these types of writing, but you have to make sure that what you're showing the reader adds to the story. And how do we tell that? Well, we use our story filters. And if you don't ha- if you don't know what a story filter is, you can still go get my book, which is not going to be free probably that much longer, but going to literarysymmetry.com forward slash story filters. Uh, it has been revised. It's better than ever. And it's going to get lumped into a package which uh, will then be for sale. So I would advise you to go get it now. Uh, I just had someone read it a few days ago, and they said it was so helpful. I I mean, I always get surprised. Like, I know it's helpful because I use it myself, but I'm always shocked as to how much it changes someone's writing. So go get that. But what story filters are is there are filters you can use to understand if you're actually adding important information to your story. So let's say that you have a character that's writing in a journal, but it's just repeating stuff that already happened in the story. That's not new information, and that doesn't add anything to the character, the setting, or the plot. So you should take it out. You should delete it. Remember, the delete key is your friend, not your foe. Because when you remove things that are redundant or confusing, you're making it so that your reader can juggle the ideas that you're throwing at them much easier. And that's your job as a writer. And that's also the job of an editor to make that juggling as easy as possible. So when you're thinking about whether or not you should incorporate uh, other types of written work into your novel, just make sure that these things that you're introducing pass the story filters test. And for example, one of the things that I brought up was songwriting. Uh, You know, I said I write poetry. I also write songs. I also write music. That's just part of my creative brain that I don't do as part of a profession. It's just for myself. It's just my hobby. Um, But so I understand what it is like to sit and play music and then think about lyrics and that whole process. So if you're not familiar with that, what is the thing you can do? What can you do if you want to know more about something that you don't automatically know yourself that you haven't learned? Go interview someone. So um, example for, for Ramon, if you are not a poet yourself, go interview a poet. If you want to write a character that's a musician who's writing music, go interview a musician. Uh, if you want to write a comedian, which is hard because I've tried to do it, go interview a comedian and figure out what their writing process is and what their daily routine looks like. And so that is what you need to think about when you're like, am I going to incorporate these other types of written media? It makes it it adds some dimensionality, right? It gives you depth. 
But if you don't do it with the story filters in mind, it can also irritate the reader because you might be adding something that's difficult for them to get through, especially if, like, let's say you want to write a character who's a poet and you just kind of slog through it. You don't know anything about poetry. You're trying to fake it till you make it. Readers see right through that. R-I-G-H-T, right? (laughs) So make sure that if you're doing something, it's not to be fancy. It's not to show off. It's to make your story better. If you make every writing choice with that one thing in mind, your writing is going to explode off the page and into reader brains and reader hearts. So next time you're thinking about whether or not you want to add a different type of media into your novel, remember, you need to add depth and information through it. If not, take it out. It doesn't need to be there. And I just want to remind you, as always, that it is never too late to write the story of your heart. Have a great day! This has been another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast with me, your host, Kristen Spencer. I'd love to hear your amazing writing thoughts and questions from your awesome writing brain. You can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer or at Literary Symmetry. Or you can email me at kns at literarysymmetry.com. This podcast is funded by awesome listeners like you. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it rolling, you can head over to www.patreon.com forward slash expensive words. You can keep all of my hosting and software needs going for the show by donating less than what it costs for one fancy cup of tea a month. And to be eligible to join writing coaching calls with me, check out the $12 a month sponsorship. You will get to ask me questions live about the story of your heart once a month and meet other cool writers. Thanks again for listening and happy writing.